thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, breathing in clean air has been shown to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's and other dementias. Tiny particulate matter released by cars and factories, known as PM2.5, has previously been linked to memory loss and Alzheimer's disease due to the capacity of the tiny particles to pass directly into the brain via the nose and hence bypass the blood-brain barrier. It has also been linked with premature death, particularly in people with chronic heart and lung diseases. Published in Alzheimer's and Dementia, the Journal of the Alzheimer's Association, by researchers from the University of Southern California, this research showed a strong correlation between cognitive deficits and air pollution. The good news, though, is that the levels of PM2.5 are now 25% below the 2004 levels and have resulted in reductions in the associated cognitive decline. Our findings underscore the importance of efforts to improve air quality, as well as the continued importance of demographic and experimental evaluation of air pollution neurotoxicity, University Professor Caleb Finch said. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that this is not surprising, but it's really important. Important, especially for our kids, but also for our adults. You know, those growing, developing brains and nervous systems. It's so important that we nurture them and we look after them. And we have seen many times all around the world that the impact of our factories, whether that be, you know, lead, whether that be iron ore factories, all around the world, we've seen the impact of the pollution that comes out of those factories can have an impact, especially on our kids, especially on their growing and developing brains. So it's a really good reminder that we need to be really mindful of our air quality. We need to be mindful of and really protective of what we're allowing our factories to pump out into the air. We need to be really mindful of and protective of what we allow our cars to pump out into the air. And we need to be pushing and pushing and pushing to constantly try and improve that all the time. You know, it's a good reminder also, I think, that there's more to keeping our planet healthy than just carbon. You know, sometimes I think we get a little bit sidetracked by this carbon debate and just focusing on getting our carbon levels down, getting our carbon levels down. And I'm certainly not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. And I think the moves we're making to be more carbon neutral and to try and get there by 2050, which I think we should be doing, are good. But it's only one small part of the debate. You know, if we are getting our carbon levels down, but our kids' brains are getting polluted by this PM2.5 and our fish are getting polluted by mercury and we can't eat fish anymore and get the healthy omega-3s for our brain and you know, all these other things are happening all around the world in terms of pollution and in terms of the health impacts of that for humans, the health impacts of that for animals and the impacts of that for the planet, then I think we're only just looking at one small part of the story when we're talking about carbon and we need to look at the whole picture and be just as diligent and just as proactive in all of those other areas as well. So, you know, I do think we need to do more to clarify our air. We need to be more focused on improving our factories. We need to be more focused on improving our cars. And, you know, as a consumer, I think we need to be more focused on what we're purchasing. You know, are we supporting those factories? Are we supporting those car makers and those car models that are really pumping out this pollution into our air or are we making choices that are helping push this debate in the right direction? So um, I also think obviously it's really important as an individual that you do what you can to move and live in an area with clean, fresh air. You know, if possible, if you have the ability to make that choice, this is a great reminder. If If you can get a little bit further out away from the city, if you can get a little bit further out away from the factories, um, whilst you might lose a little bit on convenience, you can certainly potentially gain 
in terms of your health, in terms of reducing these toxins. You know, obviously there's always a balancing effect because, you know, where we live up in the Adelaide Hills, then we have, you know, neighbors spraying on the crops, on the cherries and those sort of things as well. So, you know, sometimes you jump out of the frying pan into the fire. But I do think it is a reminder that if we can get ourselves as much as possible into some clean, fresh air, and if you can't change where you live, then at the very least, try and get yourself out, you know, on your day off, on your weekend, on your morning before or after work, into some nature, into some fresh air, surrounded by some trees where you can get some at least slightly filtered, slightly fresher air that's going to be really good for your body and help to reduce your toxic load. So spend as much time as you can in as clear air as you can because it's going to be better for your brain, it's going to be better for your body, and especially it's going to be better for your kids. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.